Hey everyone, I'm Ben Gramico from InterNACHI. That's the International Association of Certified Home Inspectors, uh, world's largest organization of residential and commercial property inspectors. And we do free live online webinars um, just about every week. And they're all recorded uh, on our webinar page at nachi.org slash webinars, nachi.org slash webinars. And um, sometimes I'll do a, a, a webinar teaching myself uh, those are the boring ones. Uh, if you have trouble falling asleep, uh, you can always attend one of my webinars. Uh, the really good webinars are when I have a special guest. And we have a special guest today. We have a owner operator of a successful home inspection business in Colorado Springs, Colorado, Brody Lotz. And he's from AmPro Inspections in Colorado Springs. You can look him up. And he's doing really well. He's doing actually exceptional because he does residential inspections and commercial property inspections. And uh, Brody just uh, shared with me that he just hired a couple inspectors too. And what we wanna do as home inspectors is follow the leaders of the industry, especially those leaders who feel confident enough to share their success stories and their tips and their process on how to grow their business and be successful because that's what I wanna do. That's what I wanted to do for, for a long time, a dozen years as a home inspector. Man, I was just, I kept my ears open and I wanted to, um, you know, bump elbows with my friendly competitors to learn from them and to gauge where I'm at. So I hope you are uh, attending the live webinar. If you are, feel free to ask questions during the webinar. Uh, Brody's gonna handle them. And, uh, or you could save your questions to the end. If you're watching it on YouTube live right now, you can ask questions there. I'll try to grab those questions for you. And um, if you're watching it and this is our video recording, uh, we record all of our webinars and they're on our YouTube pages and all of our social media accounts. So I wanted to thank you for attending and thank Brody. Buddy, thank you so much for taking the time out in your busy, busy home inspection schedule to do something that I really appreciate, which is to share information for uh, other inspectors to learn from. Really appreciate it. What are we gonna to learn today? Uh, well, thank you, Ben. Um, it's, it's my pleasure. Uh, today we're gonna to talk about cold calling for home inspectors. Um, it's, a, it's a unique uh, subject, I think. But um, as I was telling you earlier before the class started, if there's anything that I could give to other inspectors that wanna grow uh, their business um, quickly, and uh, be successful, it's, uh, it's the idea of cold calling. So uh, that's what we're gonna talk about this morning. Cool, thanks. All right, so uh, just to introduce myself, uh, as Ben said, I'm Brody Lotes. Uh, I'm one of the owners of Ampro Inspections. We also, uh, we started a, a few companies in the last, uh, last couple of years. Uh, Ampro Insurance, we're actually the number four um, uh, home and auto insurance uh, brokerage in the nation uh, just after two years being in business. And uh, we've built all of our businesses with cold calling. So I can tell you from experience that it does work. So what we're gonna be talking about today is um, the techniques involved with cold calling because I know there's a lot of stigma around it. And so just to start, we'll go with, uh, with some of the um, some of the facts associated with cold calling. 
right, so what is a cold call? Well, a cold call is the solicitation of a potential customer who was not anticipating that interaction. So that means, you know, uh, and it doesn't even have to be a phone call. It can be, uh, you know, you meeting someone and that, that meeting is cold and you, uh, you give them a pitch. All right, so here are a few facts. All right, so the most obvious one is that everyone has a phone, right? You live in the 21st century, everybody's got a phone. I mean, I have two of them. So every, everyone has a phone. So that, that's a, a tremendous thing that you can tap into. So a person makes about eight phone calls a day or 3,000 a year. So this is just an average person in the United States. 92% of interactions at your business happen over the phone. So people call you for your services and people uh, call their businesses for services. 92% of that interaction happens over a phone. 85% of those 92% of people are dissatisfied with that interaction. 85% of people are dissatisfied with the interaction they have with that business that they're uh, getting services from. Now you might say, well, well, you're trying to tell me that cold calling is a good thing, but 85% of people are saying they don't like interaction over the phone. Well, I see that as a tremendous opportunity. That, that means that there are a lot of people out there that are just not being handled right. That's the way that I see it, right? So 71% find cold calls annoying. So you might be thinking, well, this just keeps getting worse and worse, right? Well, this is just getting worse and worse. Well, now you're saying that 71% of people don't like getting cold calls. They don't like cold calls. They think it's annoying. How many times have you been solicited by a business over the phone, especially as an inspector? Well, I have this SEO deal for you. Or I have this or I have that. You're busy on an inspection. I don't have time. You know, we'll go over the objections later. This is all part of it. All right, but what does that say to me? It says that there's tremendous opportunity out there. That means that 29% of people aren't annoyed by cold calls, right? So the whole point of this class today is that you want to multiply your energy. Spend energy, not money, right? Spend energy, not money. Remember that. All right, so why do people hate cold calls? Because I feel like we're kind of programmed to think that it's a taboo thing, right? Sales is a taboo thing. Well, for one, everyone thinks that there's an easier way. Everyone wants there to be this golden ticket or this golden egg or whatever that is just going to magically get them all this business into their company. I can tell you that it's not out there. I can tell you from experience that only hard work gets you more business. Um, you can dump hundreds and thousands of dollars into online advertising. A lot of it works. Just track it. It's all about ROI, right? Return on your investment. 
but I'm telling you that cold calling is the most cost-effective way to get out there and get your name known and sell your business. So lots of people don't like to impose themselves on others, right? And that's one thing that I hear a lot is that, well, you know, I don't like to be a burden on people. I don't like to annoy people. You saw that statistic. Well, the thing is, is like, if you believe in your product, if you believe in your business, why aren't you out there telling people? They're not going to magically find you. They're not going to, you know, you can have the greatest website in the world and you can be the best inspector in the world. No one is going to buy your services. They don't know about you. All right, so another reason why people hate cold calling is because they don't like rejection. And that's a normal, uh, that's a normal feeling. I don't like to be rejected either. Uh, but guess what? Back in high school, you know, the, 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 uh, that girl that you want to go out with or for you ladies out there, that guy that you want to go out to the prom with, uh, they went with who, whoever asked them. If you didn't ask them, they weren't going to the prom with you, unless you were lucky enough that they happened to ask you. All right, so someone, all right, so this is the last reason why people don't call. Someone told you that it doesn't work, right? And I'll say this, just check your sources, okay? Um, whoever's telling you that it doesn't work, look at their success. Maybe they are successful doing whatever it is they do. That's great. Um, but I can tell you firsthand that cold calling works. I started the Pro inspections with my partner, Drew White, uh, two years ago, or I'm sorry, three years ago. Um, and we started it from the ground up. We didn't know anything about inspections. I did all of InterNACHI's training online. Uh, Drew went up to Boulder and did the House of Horrors. We started this company overnight. We, we didn't know what we were doing, but we had to sell ourselves. And we got on the phone and we called realtors. And we set up meetings with them. And that's how we built our business. In the first year, we did 500 inspections. In the second year, we grew 150%. And we grew 150% the next year. So I can tell you uh, firsthand that this does work. All right, so what are the reasons that you should, you should cold call? It's lower cost acquisition is number one. That's the thing that I love about it. So you can do 50, 60 calls in a couple of hours cover so many ground and makes so many contacts and we'll talk about what a, what is a real contact and what is not a real contact. So you can make so many more contacts than you can by driving across town to try to meet someone that ends up not even being in their office, right? So how many times have you gone to someone's office and they weren't even there? Their secretary tells you, well, uh, you know, he He's out at a meeting right now. He'll be back at four or five, and then he has this meeting at uh, And you get kicked down the road like a can, right? Well, that doesn't happen when you're on the phone. When you're on the phone, you can reach out to as many people as you can within that time. The only thing that limits you is yourself. 
So it's all about energy. All right, so what's another reason? Well, you can get lucky with a lead. So a lot of it is about luck. But you know what? Luck doesn't, there's a lot of old sayings out there. All of them are passing my mind right now. But when it comes to luck, people make their own luck. So when you say that guy is lucky, everything goes right for him. It's not because he's lucky. It's because he makes his own luck. It's because he goes out there and he makes stuff happen for himself. So um, you can get lucky with a lead, for sure. You can find referrals. So a lot of times when you're cold calling, it's a way for you to build connections just within your own business. It's a way for you to build referrals. Um, when you're cold calling someone, maybe they're not interested, or maybe they know someone that is interested. That's a referral. All right, for all of you out there watching that have multi-inspector companies, it's a good way to train your staff. Uh, cold calling is a way to get them trained up so that they understand your products even better. It saves time, right? We already talked about that. It, it ties into the cost of acquisition. It saves time. The cost of me driving across town to set up meetings to try to set up meetings with people in person before I've even spoken to them is exponential when compared to getting on the phone and dialing. So it saves time and money. And last but not least, it's preemptive. So when you're cold calling people, you are initiating that sales process. You're not waiting for it to come to you. You're not waiting for someone to look at your website. Websites are important. We have a great website in Amber. We get a lot of traffic to our website. But people don't find our website by accident. They find it because we go out and talk to people about our business. And then they go back and look at our website. Right? The website is the validation. Website is not going to magically get you more business. Uh, people aren't searching on the internet for home inspectors. They just don't. They don't think about a home inspector until they found that agent, and the agent refers them to a home inspector. And then they're going to do their research off their list, they're going to look at your website, and that's when you are validated and they call you for that inspection. But that business is not coming to you magically. All right, so before we even get started on cold calling, one thing that I like to do is look at numbers, right? So I'm actually, I'll, I'll share my screen right now. Uh, forget that. We'll, we'll just go over the numbers here. All right, so ask yourself out there, what do you want to make monetarily? What do you want to make in a year as a home Because you can do it. It's just a matter of how much work you have to put in. So just for uh, sake of discussion, let's say you want to make $100,000. And we're talking uh, gross right now because I don't, 
have the time to break down expenses and everything else. Let's say you want to make $100,000 in a year. You're a single inspector, you want to make $100,000. All right, so what is your average inspection fee? Let's say your average inspection fee is $450. Well, that breaks down into 222 inspections that you would have to do in one year at an average of $450 to get $100,000 in gross business. All right, so let's break this down. How can you do that quickly? And I'm not saying it's easy, because it's not. None of this is easy. But you can do it quickly. It's just a matter of how much energy you put into it. So let's say you work five days a week. Okay? You don't work seven days a week, you work five days a week. So that's about 240 work days in a year. So you have 240 work days to work with to get to that $100,000 goal. That means you need to make one new sale per day. So you have to do one new inspection per day. That's it. So on cold calling, let's say you have a 10% close rate which is actually pretty good in cold call. Um, if you work on your script and you work on your pitch, which we'll talk about later, you can get that number even higher. But let's say one out of 10 calls, you actually are able to close. And we'll talk about closing as well. What, what does that mean as an inspector? Because obviously we're calling realtors, right? Let's make that clear. We're calling realtors to get business because we're not, calling direct across town to ask people if they want to buy a home inspection. No, they've already got to be purchasing a home, so that's why we're talking to you, right? All right, so that means if it's a 10% close rate, you have to make 2,220 calls in a year, or 10 a day. 10 calls a day. I would say that's pretty manageable, right? 10 calls a day. That, that's pretty manageable. And then whatever your goal is, let's say your goal is 200,000, 300,000, let's say you have a multi-inspector firm. Uh, let's say you want to hit 2 million, 3 million, 4 million, 5 million gross. How many calls is it going to take you to do that? It's pretty easy to do the math. All right, so where do you get started? Where do I get started? Well, first, to do cold calling, you have to have a list, right? So you gotta build a list. So how do you build this? Well, there's a lot of ways. LinkedIn is a great resource. Just simply Google searching is, is a great way. Facebook, you, Need to be on social media. If you're not, you need to get on social media. We are in an age of social media. Everyone is on it. You know what I was doing during the pandemic when our business dropped to all-time lows? Like it, it was bad for a while because they shut down uh, showings for homes and people weren't buying houses. It was bad. You know what I was doing? 
it meant there was less business out there. I had to work harder to find business. So I got on my Facebook profile and I friended every realtor I could find. I friended every single one. And I started advertising directly to them. Did I get a lot of pushback? Sure I did. Did I meet more realtors during that time? I did. I built my pipeline. What is your pipeline? Well, your pipeline is what you get your business from. You should constantly building, be building your pipeline. My pipeline is constructed from realtors that I have good relationships with, lenders, title company people. That's my pipeline. And I build lists to be able to call them. So lenders and title companies, let's go there, right? Build relationships with those lenders in your, in your market, with those title companies in your market, because they work with realtors like we do. We have the same clients. So work with them to find out who are the big players. Which realtor should I be talking to? Oh, you know, have a meeting with, you know, Chris, the, the, the lender. Ask him who his big producers are. Who should I be talking to? You can also purchase this. I, I uh, would not recommend it because it's so easy to build one, but if you want to, you can purchase, you can purchase this. Magazines and realtor associations. You should be uh, a member of your local realtor association. Um, check with them but most realtor associations are going to give you a member list. And a lot of them will have contact information on it. So just, that's a simple way that you can get a list of all those producers that are in your market. All right, so enough on building lists. All right, so before we actually get into the construction of a coal call, let's deal with the rejection issue. So, Handling objections, that's what we call objections. First and foremost, when you're cold calling, you need to write down your objections, every single one of them. So whenever you're cold calling, you need to have a notepad with you. You need to be, have a computer monitor, whatever it is. If you like to type, so be it. But you need to be entering all that data from those calls. Because data is king. If you need data, you need to know where you're going and what's happening. So um, whenever you receive an objection over the phone, once that call is over, you need to be writing what that objection was down. Um, you should, so how do we handle objections? First, you need to acknowledge the objection. When I say acknowledge it, I mean agree with them. Always agree. Always. And, and, and we'll go over a little bit how you can do that. All right, so once you agree, then you want to move in the direction of the objection. So you use that objection to your advantage. And I'll tell you um, how to do that in just a second. And then last but not least, be positive. When someone's, when someone uh, is rejecting you, maybe they're polite. Most people are polite. 
maybe they're rude. Don't take it personally. Be positive. You've got to be upbeat on this all the time. All right, so there are a lot of objections that potential consumers use during a cold call. I'm only going to handle the ones that we specifically encounter the most as inspectors because we're dealing, we're talking about talking to realtors right now. Right? So, what are the number one real estate objections? Well, I can tell you that the number ones, uh, the few that I see the most. Number one is I don't have time, right? So I don't have time or I'm too busy and you call them on the phone, right? So one thing to keep in mind is that's a good thing for these people, right? That means they're doing business. They're making money. That's who you want to be in partnership with. If someone, if you cold call a realtor, may have time to talk to you for an hour on the phone, probably not that successful right so people who don't have time usually have more money it's that simple all right so in my scripts and we'll go over scripting for cold calling because i this is the number one objection that i see with realtors i build this into my script so you can even head it off before they even bring it up as an objection. For example, we'll say uh, this realtor's name is Sharon. Hi Sharon, um, uh, this is Brody with Ampro Inspections calling you to, and I know that you don't have a lot of time and that time is uh, precious to you. So I was just wondering if I could have 30 seconds of your time to tell you about a way that I can help you so you see what I did there? I told her that I realized that she is very busy. She has a lot to do, but I have something to offer, right? And it'll only take 30 seconds of my time. So right there, I just headed that right off. So pretty much all of my scripts, I open them that way, just because I know that's gonna be my number one objection, and I'd rather just Get that out of the way and cut to the chase. Right. So what's another one? Not interested, right? So you pick up the phone, you introduce yourself, you start your pitch, and you hear not interested. All right, so what's going to happen once they say not interested? Well, they might just hang up right away. So if that happens, then they hung up. Go on to the next call. If you have... When it comes to cold calling, you gotta be persistent, right? You got to be persistent. If someone hangs up on you, you call them again, you call them back. Not right away, you know, you might wait till tomorrow, you might wait a week, but you call them back. You don't call them back immediately unless you're lucky enough to have a partner. You know, if, let's say uh, you're in business with your wife, your wife does your books and you know uh, you do inspections in a medium-sized market and your wife does all your books and your paperwork for you let's say you're cold calling in your office you get hung up on 
give your wife that number, tell them to call that person immediately. When they pick up the phone, hey, uh, excuse me, um, but John just called you from Ampro Inspections and he said that you weren't interested. Can I ask why? That is going to open up more conversation because that person is going to give you a response. All right, if they stay on the line and they don't hang up, that means that they might actually be a little bit interested. They might have said they're not interested, but they're still on the phone, right? So how are you going to uh, go in the direction of that objection? Well, it's pretty simple. If someone says I'm not interested, my response is, of course you're not interested. You don't have all the information. I haven't given you any of the information. On top of that, you don't know me. I don't know you. You don't know me. We haven't even got to know each other. So why would you be interested? I mean, it only makes complete sense that you're not interested. But if you have 30 seconds, I can tell you right now why make a big plan. Insert big plan. We'll talk about the big plan when we go over our scripts. All right. So what's the third biggest objection that I see? And it might not even be an objection. It's just hard to tell sometimes. Is send me information, right? So you might start talking to them and they, and they might uh, show slight interest and they might say, well, send me the information send me an email and, and, and shrug you off, right? So you need to tackle this objection head on. You, this is why preparation is key. Whatever your pitch is, you need to have your materials ready at the snap of a finger. So once you get that objection, send me information. You text them while you're on the phone with them, him or her. You send them an email while you're on the phone with them. And you say, yes, I, I would love to send you this information. In fact, I'm sending you a text right now with a link to my website. If you have 30 seconds, I'd like you to open that and I could show you exactly what you're asking. All right, so there's a few things about this approach that work tremendously. Um, number one, you're getting multiple contacts out there at once. So you've already called them on the phone, you've sent them a text, you've sent them an email. And we'll talk more about this later as well. So uh, once, once you've got them, once you've handled that objection and they see that come over their text like in an instant, what's the first thing that they're thinking? Wow. This guy or gal has their stuff together. Like, I said I wanted information on this, and it was instantaneous. Like, I got it right there and then. So they're not able to punt you down the road and put you off again. You already got them that information they're asking. All right, so what's the last one, right? And we've all heard it because we're all inspectors. 
and we're all fighting for the same finite number of inspections. Well, I'm already working with a company, right? So every realtor, they've already used an inspector, right? And we all know that. So this is kind of a unique one to our industry, is that, you know, you might be calling your competitions realtor. That's okay, this is business, it's a free market, I believe in, co in competition. I think it makes us all better. So if you're calling a realtor, you're calling some, another inspector's realtor, right? That's just the plain truth of it. Um, so if you hear that, well, I already work with another company. I'm happy with that company. That's great. And uh, in business, don't go low, you know? There's no technique of, well, what inspector are you working with? Oh, well, I heard this about him, I heard that about him. No, uh, we're not gonna go there. I, I don't do that in business, I don't believe. You have to present value for yourself, to sell yourself. It's not up to your competition, it's up to you to close that deal. All right, so how do you handle that objection? Well. A lot of times I like to ask questions. So one thing that I like to ask is, what would it take to just get on your list? So what I say is, I'm glad that you have a great relationship with your inspector. I don't want to take any business away from them. But I know that real estate can be crazy. You know, sometimes we've got to have a deal happen now. If your inspector isn't available, I just want to be on your list. I just want a chance. If you're in a bind, you can give me a call. You know, that's one approach that you can take. And then uh, another thing that you can ask him is, what is one problem? What is your number one problem associated with the home inspection that comes up? And then try to solve that problem for so that's all that business is, and that's all that cold calling is, is we need to identify our clients' problems and be able to solve them. So we need to be problem solvers. That's, that's first and foremost. All right, so that was a little bit of handling objections and how to handle objections. All right, so let's go into building a script. Right? And building a script is important. It is crucial. You have to have a script. You have to have a script. You have to practice it. And we'll that happens. All right, so building a script. Use first names, all right? Um, I'm one of the owners of my company. Do you think I say, hey, this is Brody Lotes, owner at Ampro Inspections. Uh, I have this tremendous deal for you. No. I just use first names. People want to be personal. People want you to be personal. Don't use your full name, just use your first name. Trust me on this. Um, and use their first name as well. You can be respectful with people without having to be formal. So, for example, I, I did it earlier. I called Sharon. I just said, hello, Sharon, 
this is Brody with Hamperm Inspections. I didn't go into titles or anything else like that. She knows I respect her because I just talked to her about her time and I know that she's a big producer and she does a lot of business and I'm respecting her time. Uh, so all of the formalities aren't necessary. It, it makes you come across as more genuine. All right, so I talked a little bit about it. Present a big claim. Set a hook. We call this setting a hook, right? So in your intro, you once your intro is finished, you have to present a big claim. So a big claim, obviously, is something that you should be able to back up, but it is a big claim. So an example I'd like to use, since we're here on International today, is the buyback program, right? So at Internashi, they do so much advertising for you. But if you're not using it, you're missing out, okay? Uh, the buyback program is tremendous. Realtors love the buyback program. Every time I mention it to a realtor, they can't believe what I'm telling them. Like it's, it's almost like an unbelief. You have to show you, right? So this is a, this is a good example. You have to have a specific script for your cold call. Because you can't cold call someone and talk to them for an hour about your business. You're only going to have 30 seconds, 30 seconds, 45 seconds, a minute at the most. This is a cold call. This person may know you. It's a cold call if they don't know why you're calling them. Or they may not. If they don't know you, they're not going to want to talk to you for 20 minutes on the phone. Um, so you need to make that big claim. Well, Sharon, what if I told you that I could completely eliminate all of your liability on the home inspection? You will never have to worry about it again. Do you think that I would get her attention by saying that? Absolutely, I would. I think she would probably want to know about it. Well, she would, she's probably going to tell me, well, yeah, uh, go on. And I'd say, well, yeah, uh, at Ampro, we use the home buyback plan. And then I would just tell her very simply what it was and how it works. And I could, when she sends her nest objection, well, send me the information and I'll, and I'll look it up. I've already got it ready, right? Nick's already ginned up all of the, uh, all the advertising that you need for it. All you gotta do is call uh, InterNACHI, order it, and then have that stuff ready, the PDF version, send it in a text, send it in an email, right at the, the uh, click of your finger, and she's got it right there and you can go over it. Then you make the close. So what is the close, right? Well, I hear this all the time. Well, the call went really well, uh, they were really interested. They were really interested, um, but they said call back or they said they need information. All right, that's not that is not a close. Right? That is not a close. A close is getting that meeting from these realtors. So in other sales, when we talked about. If you were talking about closing, you'd be talking about that client signs the dotted line and makes that purchase. Right? 
We're not talking about that because we're talking to the realtor that is going to send us our mutual client. So we're not talking about closing the money at this point. But we are talking about getting a meeting face-to-face. -face. We'll call that for all intents and purposes here, close, right? So we're trying to get a meeting is what we're doing. So uh, you need to set that meeting. That's the, that's the close. If they're still on the phone, that's a good thing. All right, so what is a hard close? So you, you just ask them, right? Once, they've, once, once you've given them all this information, this is, this is about 40 seconds is how long this takes. Right? So at this point, when they show the interest, I'm going to ask them, would you be available tomorrow for lunch? Would you be available for, for uh, to meet me for breakfast at 10 a.m., lunch at noon? Um, and if they are, then great. If they're not, well, you keep pressing. <laughs> when would you be available? You know, uh, two days from now, three days from now, let me get it on my calendar. Let's get it on the calendar right now. Let's make this happen, all right? And when, when they give you a time, Validate. So what do I mean by that? Ask, ask them. Be very specific. Is there any reason outside of a medical emergency or something else happening that you wouldn't be able to make this meet? All right. That locks it in even more solid. That also tells them that your time is valuable just like their time is valuable. That's very important. Uh, and once you get that answer and it's in your calendar, that's what we call a close. All right, so that's a little bit about building a script right there. And that was just using the buyback program as an example. Um, you can use anything. Uh, I know a lot of you out there use ISG and RWS warranties. You know that we do. It's a tremendous uh, added value for your clients. And it's a tremendous way to sell yourself to realtors and they make products for their um, they make uh, products for they make advertising products excuse me for all of their programs as well that you can brand to yourself and send out when people ask for that information all right so after you built the script what do you need to do well, you need to reverse, and you need to roll. So duplicate the script exactly. Do not deviate from your script. Right? Now you might have to tweak it when you learn what works and what doesn't work. So validate or make sure that your script works or it doesn't work. What do I mean by validate? I mean commit. You have to commit to your script. Don't change until you know for a certainty that it does or doesn't work. This may take days of calling uh, before you know you start to see some fruits. Uh, use a mirror. Record yourself. I know it, it sounds silly, but watch your facial expressions. Um, Watch your reactions to objections. You know, are, are you 
showing tells of uh, um, disappointment, you know? You can look at all these things by talking in a mirror or rehearsing with someone else. They can role play as a realtor, give you objections. You can go through all this stuff. And it's important, it's so important. So let, let, let me ask you this. Professional athletes, they train nonstop, all day long, hours and hours and hours. And when they're not training, they're watching tape. They're essentially training watching tape as well. To learn their opponent, learn their steps, learn what they're doing. Why in the world would you not just take 30 minutes or an hour to rehearse your script? Um, One thing that I can tell you is that you can, I, I kind of touched on this before, you can be the greatest inspector in the world. You can know every code. You can know uh, every, um, everything there is to know about building science and never do an inspection. Right? Because then you spend all this time doing all of Ben's classes on, on a roof inspections. But you but when you came up with a script, you didn't rehearse it, and you called 50 realtors and all of them rejected you, and you got fed up and you walked away. You didn't follow through with the plan. Have to rehearse. You have to practice. So when I was in the when I was in the army, I was in uh, special forces. And what made us the best at what we did was that we trained. Okay, we trained every day. We went to the range. We shot thousands of rounds. I. I shot so much on the range that I could do it in this. That, that is, it's called muscle memory. So it's the same with anything. If you rehearse, if you practice, if you role play, if you anticipate the objections, if you learn how to handle the objections, you're going to be successful. But it takes practice and it takes work. All right. And then. Once you've written your script, you've practiced it, you've made those calls, you're not gonna close all of them. Like I said, to begin with, you might be getting seven, eight percent of those calls closed that you get meetings out of. You might get, uh, you know, 10. You might be a sweet talker. Maybe you get 15 just right out of the gate. Um, so what do you do with those calls that they don't answer and you get a voicemail or you have to send an email. Well, you've got to follow up. You've got to follow, got to follow up, excuse me. You have to follow up. So that guy that hung up, right? I'm gonna call him again. Why? Because I believe in my product. If you believe in your product, you're gonna call this guy again because he's missing out. He's not getting your product. So if you know you have the best product, 
Why would you not want to tell people? He's, he's got to hear about it uh, to be able to make a decision. All right, so follow-up. How do you follow-up? And, and I talked about uh, you know, taking notes, writing down objections. Uh, so when, while you're cold calling, you need to enter all this data into a good CRM. So customer relationship management. There's a lot of good software out there. I'm not going to go over it today. So that could be an entirely different class. But you need to invest in a good CRM to write all this stuff down. You're making multiple calls a day. How are you going to remember that? There's no way you can possibly You need to know when you contacted them, what the result was, uh, all the information that you uh, gleaned from that call. It all needs to be in there. Uh, if you pick up information from people that are calling, when you call them again, you need to be able to use that information as a tool to continue that conversation. So if you know that uh, Sharon, uh, who knows why, but maybe maybe you found out during the call that you know today was her birthday, well that in a week is her birthday. So why don't you can call her back? You know, the day after her birthday, wish her a happy birthday. How, how much do you think that is going to help you along in the situation? Probably a lot. All right, so what are some keys to success in cold calling? First and foremost, believe you can sell anyone. You have to believe that whoever you're talking to, you can sell them on your product. All right. Believe your product is worth 10 times more than its actual value. Okay? You have to believe that your product is worth 10 times more than its actual value. Um, what's your average inspection fee? It's $400 then you provide $4,000 of worth to that client. You think I'm crazy? That's easy. We, we do home inspections. We save people thousands of dollars every day on the defects that we find that they, in turn, can have fixed through negotiation before they purchase that home. We, pro we provide tremendous amounts. You just have to be able to express that value to them. Uh, know your pitch. Key to success. Know your pitch. Rehearse. Memorize. You should know it in your sleep. Don't be discouraged. All right? People are going to reject you. It's a part of life. Don't worry about it. You're going to call somebody else, and they're going to be the one that they're, they're that golden goose. They're that realtor that ends up giving you 100 inspections a year, right? So increase your numbers. When you're discouraged, increase your numbers. If you're discouraged after making 10 calls, every single one of those calls netted you nothing, up those calls to 30, right? Up those calls to 30. Stay positive and interested. This is a huge one, right? So let's say you call that brokerage. It is that super busy realtor. 
she or he is the top one, top 5% of producers in your market, they're probably not even answering their phone. It's, they probably have a personal assistant that does Or if you're calling the actual brokerage, it might be the gatekeeper. You're not getting the broker owner, right? So you have to stay interested with that person. They're still an influencer, right? So what's an influencer? Well, based on the impression that you give, based on the materials that you provide them, they're going to talk to that producer or that broker owner about what you call them. But if you don't stay interested, if you don't stay positive, um, that's not going to happen. If you act like they're not worth your time, then the call is completely wasted. It's, it's, it's a wash. It's pulling up. So once you find out during the call, let's say in the middle of your big claim, they tell you, well, you know, I just answered things, or I'm just the transaction. Okay, well, that's, that's good. You actually learned information just now. That's a good thing. Start, start asking them questions. All right, so Sharon, I understand that you're not, uh, you know, the, the realtor, the lead, the broker at your company. You don't, and you don't make these decisions, but who should I be talking to that does make these decisions? And they should be, they should be giving you that answer. All right, so last but not least, um, I'd like to say that this is kind of a shotgun blast, right? I could go over cold calling for hours. There, there's a lot involved in it. And I will say that if you are interested in this, trust me, 100%, it works, okay? This works. Now, if, you're, if you want to get good at cold calling, if you want to learn the science behind it, if you want to learn more about sales, which is different than advertising, advertising is, you know, it's that, quick, easy fix that we all want, right? And I'm, I've been guilty of it too. You know, let's throw more money at online advertising, right? Then magically, I should get more inspections. Well, I can tell you, it doesn't happen. That way. There, are, there are, you have to advertise. Advertising is important. People need to see your brand. You need to see it as well as hear about it. But you need to be on the phone telling people about your business, telling people about your services. So that, that marketing brand is a reinforcement. That's what it is. That's what you should use. So if you're interested in growing your business through cold call, I highly recommend that you look up a, a man named Grant Cardone. Right? I didn't come up with all of this on my own. Uh, all of these ideas, all of this, uh, came from Grant Cardone. I do Grant Cardone training every morning for an hour. Um, and, and I believe that we're not successful by not taking advice from other people who have been successful. Uh, Grant Cardone is a monster in the sales industry. He knows what he's talking about. Um, 
and I, I do his training religiously and I believe in it. So if, if you're looking for more uh, information on this subject, I 100% recommend uh, looking into sales training platforms. All right, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining me today. And uh, I hope, I hope, it's my hope that, uh, that this helps you uh, build your business. Thanks, Brady. I really appreciate it. And that name is Grant, uh, G-R-A-N-T, Cardone, right? Correct. Um, and if you want to ask Brody a question, now's the time. Brody, we do have one question. Omar asks, when's the best time to call? Uh, Any time, to be honest. Any time. Like, that, that's a good question. And when I got into cold calling, that's one of the – that was my concern, too. Like, I was real. I was real timid, right? When I started cold calling as well, uh, I'm I'm not an extrovert. I'm an introverted person, so this is not easy. It's not like I pick up the phone and it just flows out. I have to practice. Um, you know, I uh, I had my doubts about it when I started doing it, and one of one of the things that I was always worried about what is, well, am I going to be calling the wrong number? If, you, if you're asking yourself that, you're never going to call, right? So just pick up the phone and make that call. Just make it. It doesn't matter. Are there ideal times? Sure there are. Um, that comes with just knowing your market, too, because they're all different. Um, I know that um, one of the best times to call in my market it's like eight o'clock in the morning. So you just get started, start hammering out those calls. I would say the earlier, the better. Later in the day, um, I mean, I, I do calls all throughout the day, but the earlier, um, the better. And I'm not saying, you know, like two a.m. or but uh, earlier, the better. I like your idea um, of giving your new inspectors the job of calling, cold calling, so that they can get to know, uh, you know, the elevator pitches. Yeah, and it, it's, a, it's a tremendous way to train people in your organization to know your products and, and to know uh, how to sell and represent your products. Yeah, and people think that their website is gonna do all the selling, but you made the point, it really just validates. They already kind of gotten a, the referral and they're just looking at your website just to make sure that you're a human being and you actually exist. Yeah, so. correct. Yeah, because uh, you know we we get uh, we get clients that, that found find us on Google. You know, get a few a month, but the vast majority, I would say, ninety five percent of our business comes from realtors. The way that I meet them or get known by them. By yep. I like the uh, also it's all about math I like how you just dug right into doing the math how much more money you want to make and uh, how much how many hours you want to invest in um, building your pipeline you refer yeah. to the pipeline you got to build that pipeline you dig and drill and then you got to build that pipeline yeah you got you got to have goals um, and know what your goals are before you start, because if you don't have goals when you start, you're just kind of out there flapping. Aimlessly. 
Uh, I so I'll draw on my military experience a little bit. Uh, whenever we plan for an operation, all the factors. So let's say the uh, say we had a mission. We're training all the time, so we should always be ready. Each mission has a specific plan. Well, if you're a specific plan, make $100,000 in a year, and you start with that goal and you work backwards to where you need to start at. And you work back to the end calls a day. That's what you need to do. You need to make those 10 phone calls. And if they're not working, you need to keep working on your script, you need to keep practicing, you need to validate those numbers you need to bump those numbers. Those are 10, 10 calls a day. That's that's working numbers anyway. Let's bump it up to 50 calls. Well, Brody, I really appreciate it. Um, thanks for spending some time with us and teaching us a few tips on uh, cold calling. I don't think it's done as, as much as it can be done by home inspectors. Um, you know, it's like a, it's like a, bad situation where you're you can be the greatest home inspector in the world yeah uh, but no one knows it definitely and i have one more thing to say yeah I, I don't think i said it in the class um so if you are that single inspector out there working on your own i know firsthand in the first year of this business how hard it is to find time to do things so let's say you're already pretty busy. Let's say you're doing five, six inspections a week, which takes up a lot of time, but you want to get to that 10 or even 15 inspections a week. So maybe you don't have a lot of time to do this. Well, you can outsource this, right? We, we live in an age of technology. You can pay someone $12 an hour. They have virtual assistants. They have all types of things that you invest in this if you're willing to throw money at people that make lofty claims about getting you leads over the internet by by if you can throw those guys money you can pay someone on an hourly basis to make a few phone calls for you every day if you don't have the time for it you can you can make that investment and it'll pay dividends you will see it now you're going to have to develop those scripts and coach that person that's calling for you how to deal with those objections, but it can be done. Let's see. What's the name of your uh, website? It's uh, www.amproinspections.com. Because if I was the, if I thought I was the greatest home inspector in the world, but I didn't have time to uh, schedule or market. I'd come work for you, <laughs> right? Are you hiring? Uh, we are. We we um, we just hired uh, two inspectors um, in the last two weeks, actually. <laughs> All right. So I'm always looking for good inspectors. Cool, and that's amproinspections.com. Brody, uh, I really appreciate it, sir. Thank you very much, and uh, stay safe out there. All right. Thank you, Ben. Bye, everybody. See you later. See you on the next webinar. Bye, Brady.